The first round of the 2023 NFL Draft is in the books, and the Green Bay Packers made one selection at 13. Uh, I think it's appropriate that we discuss that selection here, given the fact that I said I'd be doing that earlier when I did my uh, mock draft. To update on the mock draft, got one, two, three, four, five picks correct. Uh, yeah, not great. Um, but what can you do? What can you do? Uh, I had Bryce Young, number one, correct. C.J. Stroud, number two, correct. Bijan Robinson, number eight, to Atlanta, correct. I also had Jackson Smith and Jigba, 20, to Seattle, correct. And I had the Packers, 13, correct. Lucas Van Ness is the pick. An edge rusher out of Iowa. Um, certainly fits the profile of a <clears throat> Packers pick. Uh, you look at the RAS, the relative athletic score, which is something that the Packers value a great deal. His was excellent, 9.39 out of 10. Uh, great height, extremely great athleticism. Um, Jumosk, Justice Mosqueda on Twitter, a good Packers guy, uh, tweeted, Green Bay got 6'5", 272-pound sophomore pass rusher who runs a 7.023 cone. It's a Ted Thompson-like pick. Yeah, that's a – yeah. Um I've been on record many a time saying that I want Jackson Smith and Jigba to be a Green Bay Packer. Uh, that was always the pick that I wanted the most, and I had a feeling that it wasn't going to happen anyway, and it doesn't happen. And what can you do? I think Van Ness is one of the top three guys that I wanted. I mocked him to go to the Packers, so I thought that would be the likely pick. Um, in my Packers individual mock, I did take JSN because I wanted to speak it into existence, but hey. There's going to be plenty of options at wide receiver and tight end uh, at 42. And the Packers can always move up. Remember last season they moved up into the early 30s to take Christian Watson. I mean, a guy like Jalen Hyatt is on the board. A guy you throw inside with Watson and Dobbs on the outside. If you get Jalen Hyatt in the 30s and trade up, that would be fantastic. Um, you know, in terms of tight ends, there's going to be a lot on the board. Only one tight end taken in this first round. Uh, Dalton Kincaid goes to Buffalo at uh, pick 25 so only one tight end off the board there's still plenty on the board for day two and day three so in terms of wide receiver and tight end i think the packers are in a good spot moving on to the next couple of days uh you get van s in there he's going to be a guy that's going to play didn't ever start at iowa don't take that into account clay clay matthews didn't i don't think he ever started at usc um don't take that into account at all the the athleticism the burst, the it's off the charts with Van Ness. I think there's a lot of potential here. And having Rashawn Gary on one side and Lucas Van Ness on the other side is not the worst thing in the world. Uh, this is a very Packers pick. I mean, this was exactly what I expect to see from a player that is drafted by Brian Gutekunst. Uh, but looking ahead to tomorrow, uh, the Packers should, barring a trade, which I could see, they have a uh, pick 42, 45, and 78. At 42, I had them taking uh, Keon White, the edge rusher out of Georgia Tech. I don't think that's going to happen now with the addition of Lucas Venice. Of course, this was my uh, this was my individual mock where I took Jackson Smith and Jigba. So maybe flip it where they go wide receiver with their first pick in the second round, and they went edge rusher with their first round pick. I have tight end Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State at 45. I think that's a good fit at Darnell Washington is off the board. Darnell Washington is my number one want tomorrow. That is the guy I want the most, the tight end out of Georgia. And 78, I have them going linebacker Noah Sewell out of Oregon, a once highly thought of potential first-round guy uh, in, in, the, uh, in, the, in the draft out of Oregon. So I think that could be a good pick there if the Packers want to bulk up the defense a little bit. The defense on paper, once Rashawn Gary is healthy, up front you're looking strong. 
because uh, you get Gary back. Vanessa, I think, is going to be a good player right away. Um, you also have the idea of Kenny Clark down the middle. You have another year of Devontae Wyatt. Um, Preston Smith still there. So I think that the front's going to be good. I think the secondary, I think they'll get a DB within the next couple of days, obviously, in this draft. Um, I do have them going secondary with the uh, – let's see. I don't have them going secondary, my bad. I think they might. I did have them taking two tight ends, which would surprise me a little bit. But um, plenty of stuff still out there. This was a weird first round. There was a lot of players that win the first round that I didn't expect to win the first round. I think a lot of people feel that way, uh, just to name a few. I didn't have Jameer Gibbs going in the first round, but I thought there was a chance. The fact that the Lions take him at 12 was stunning to me. Uh, Will McDonald, a lot of people thought he'd be a second rounder. He goes to the Jets at 15. Um, I didn't have Emmanuel Forbes going in the first round, but I thought a lot of people did. Uh, I had Cam Smith, the corner out of South Carolina, going ahead of Mississippi State corner Emmanuel Forbes. Forbes ended up going uh, 16 to Washington. Joey Porter Jr., I had him as the third corner off the board behind Witherspoon and Gonzalez. He didn't go in the first round. Um, I did not think that Anton Harrison, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma, would go in the first round. He goes 27 to Jacksonville. I did not think that uh, Felix and Udike Uzoma was going to be going, an edge rusher there. He go, he was the last pick, 31 of the Chiefs. I didn't think he would go in the first round. He ended up going in the first round. Jack Campbell, linebacker out of Iowa, he goes at 18 uh, to Detroit. I didn't think he would go in the first round. Um, in terms of the first two picks, I think the Texans did the right thing by getting Stroud. And then a little bit of chess rather than checkers moving up to number three. They did trade to 2024 first. That's a big deal there but uh, getting will anderson and cj stroud at two and three i think is fantastic great two cornerstones to start the uh the run with 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 miko ryan's as their head coach remember this is a texans franchise that you know i mean look they had three head coaches in three years and it was their fault i think they knew their intentions with david coley i think they thought he was gonna be a one-year guy i think they might have thought that with lovey smith as well but uh, D'Amico Ryans is there to stay. Uh, Anthony Richardson going forward to the Colts. A lot of people thought Will Levis. How about this? The biggest story of this draft is Will Levis not even going in the first round. This is a guy that had going fourth. Remember, folks, I don't know anything about anything when it comes to the NFL draft, and we're being you know real honest here. But Will Levis not going in the first round at all to me is stunning, and I think it's stunning to a lot of people. Very surprising. I don't know what's going to happen there with Will Levis, but uh, I'll probably do a mock simulator just for fun. I won't say anything, but I will be back doing more Packers recap in the second round, third round recap tomorrow night, Friday night. Okay. Uh, Paris Johnson Jr., the first offensive tackle off the board out of Ohio State. He goes uh, number six to Arizona. Uh, how about Devin Witherspoon, the Illinois corner? Obviously, like I said in the first podcast today, I have an Illinois guy. Program-wise, athletic supporter, golf school, basketball podcast, obviously. But, yeah, I, uh, Devin Witherspoon, fantastic player going number five, first corner off the board. Then we don't see another corner until 17 when Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon – or, sorry, Forbes went 16. Then 17, Christian Gonzalez was the third corner off the board. Surprisingly, out of Oregon goes to New England. Um, in terms of tackles, Peter Skaronsky going to number uh, 11 – from uh, was he picked by Tennessee? I think yeah, Tennessee. Uh, they also get uh, Jalen Carter going to Philly. How about the Eagles, man? The Eagles last year they got Jordan Davis falling to them. He's going to be a stud out of Georgia this year. They get two Georgia players in the first round. They get Jalen Carter, who might be the best player in this draft. There's obviously the off-field concerns, but he goes at nine. I don't understand why the Bears 
didn't just take Jalen Carter. I know they need an offensive tackle, but you got so many picks. I think you take one later in the draft, but they took offensive tackle Darnell right at 10. They swap with the Eagles. The Eagles jump them and get Jalen Carter. The Eagles also get uh, Nolan Smith, the edge rusher out of Georgia, at 30. And back-to-back Clemson players go. Miles Murphy, the edge rusher, going at 28 to Cincinnati. And Brian Breesey going 29th to New Orleans. Um, a little run on receivers. Four, uh, three straight receiver picks from 21 to 23. Or no, four straight from 20 to 23. Uh, JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jibba, great pick there. Get Geno Smith another weapon. You have him. Bring him on the inside. You have DK Metcalf on the outside. I like that a lot. Uh, 21, I think the Chargers maybe need a little bit more speed, but they do get uh, Quentin Johnson, who's a quality receiver out of TCU, at 21. 22, Zay Flowers on a day where Lamar Jackson re-signs a mega deal with the Ravens. They get another receiver. They already have Odell Beckham Jr. Um, they get Zay Flowers at 22. Two and then at 23, the Vikings take Jordan Addison out of USC. Uh, other than that, though, um, in terms of this draft, I think it's been very surprising. There's a lot, a lot of good players in the second round right now. I mean, just to name some of the ones that I thought would go in the first that didn't go at all Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver out of Tennessee. That's a Packers pick that I would love. Bring him on the inside, like I said earlier. Um, Cam Smith, the corner out of South Carolina, didn't go. Michael Mayer, the tight end, possibly the best tight end in this draft. I, I like the Bills going with the high upside pick, though, with Dalton Kincaid, who a lot of people have compared to Travis Kelsey. If you watch Dalton Kincaid play, you don't have to be a scout to know this. And if you watch Travis Kelsey play, they look kind of similar in the way that they move and catch the ball. I'll just say that. I think that could end up being a very good pick for Buffalo. Um, other players that didn't go, like I said, Joey, Joey Porter Jr. not going is very surprising to me. Um, Brian Branch, I'm not that surprised that he didn't go. I thought he would go, though. I had him going to the Bengals at 28, the safety uh, DB, really versatile out of Alabama. Um, plenty of surprises in terms of players that didn't go in at all in this draft. Um, but overall, I think teams that you look at that like they did a really good job. Houston, I like what they did. A little concerned about what they gave up to get back up to number three, but you got to take risks, right? You got to take risks. Um, love what the Eagles did with Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter. Biased. I like what the Packers did. Very rarely. I have a video of me reacting to it. I'm probably not even going to post it anywhere. I just yelled the F word. Then I said, okay, it's a good pick. I wanted Smith and Jigba so bad. Shouldn't have got my hopes up. Kind of got my hopes up. What can we do? Um, other than that, I do like what the uh, – what the um, uh, what the Seahawks did with Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigwa. I think that's terrific. Um, I'm a little bit puzzled on what the Lions were doing in this first round. The Lions have a ton of picks in the first 50. I think they have like five or six picks in the top 50. Jack Campbell's fine, whatever, but like Jameer Gibbs at 12 feels like a mega reach. I don't know who else was going to take him in the top 24 probably. Um, but overall, fun first round. I'm excited to get day two underway. A lot of Packers action tomorrow. I will be reacting to it all. Um, and hopefully, yeah, follow me on Twitter, at Ethan Carter SW. Keep checking the podcast out. Subscribe to the Substack, all that good stuff. And I'll uh, see everybody tomorrow for the Packers uh, reaction to day two. Hopefully uh, they make at least – they'll probably make at least two picks, but maybe it's just one, right? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, unpredictable. But uh, join me tomorrow night for the for the reaction. Thank you for listening.